prehistoric times, it had spread everywhere. So, you know, I'm really pleased that it was found 70,000 years ago in Africa. It's, it's actually confirmation of everything that, that us people who are in Ophiolatreia, which is the, you know, study of serpent worship, um, were, were pointing out it came from Africa. Um, and we pointed that out because we could see that it had spread into Mesopotamia and that it had gone into Egypt and that it had crossed the Middle East and gone into, you know, Judaism even. You know, some of the earliest images of Yahweh or as a serpent. There are coins, there are Roman coins with Yahweh on as a serpent. Um, so, you know, it spread there, it spread across Europe. It went north into the Norse mythology where we get the dragons, because a dragon is a serpent, it's a winged serpent. It spread across into China, it's, you know, it, it went to Africa. And, and, you know, the, producing a map of this, coming from Africa to Australia, across to the Far East, it shows the spread all over the world. South America, it's there, it's North America, it's everywhere. So, with serpent worship dating back to 70,000 years ago, it would appear to predate most current religions. However, evidence needs to be found worldwide for it to be a credible predecessor. So where exactly has the serpent spread to? Other places where the um, worship of the serpent has been found, um, quite apart from the rest of the world, obviously, um, India. India is a huge place for it, and it's a great place for it too because it's still around today. You can still go to India and you can still see the serpents paraded through the streets regularly. Um, the, the, the great serpent deities there were known as the Naga, um, which is a word for serpent or, or specifically cobra. So you will see a multi-headed cobra um, quite a lot. You know, anybody who's seen Indiana Jones, um, I think it's Temple of Doom, you'll, you'll see a lot of that kind of thing there. Um, so it, or India is absolutely full of it, and it goes back an awful long way. A lot of people think that's down to a thing known as the Kundalini, which is uh, supposed energy that is coiled at the spine. The Kundalini is the little serpent that's coiled three and a half times at the base of the spine and you're supposed to raise it up your spine through certain power points known as chakras which all resonate at different frequencies and you're supposed to open them up until you get to the seventh where you suddenly become enlightened. Um, the actual evidence for that um, is very thin. Um, chakras are old, yes, but chakras were all kinds of different things, not necessarily just the human body, they were all over the place and buildings and all kinds of things. But the serpent's always associated with it. So the serpent there is, is associated with the frequency and waveform yet again, um, and certainly enlightenment. Um, but that's not the be all and end all of serpent worship. It's one of those reasons. In India too, the, the serpent is used um, or has been used for healing. It, parts of the body have been used, the venom has been used. Um, and the same is true when we go further um, east towards China. We get China, Taiwan, all the, all the Far East, Japan. You've got the serpent there as the dragon form. Um, and what you find all over the world is that it's dualistic. It's not just the one serpent. There are many different kinds, but normally what you get is probably a female serpent, but a, a feminine lunar-type serpent, with the lunar goddess, but also a, a fiery aspect, female serpent too. So you'll get this double-headed thing, and you can point that out maybe in, in Greece, where you get Athene, um, where there are images of her with Medusa on her breastplate or on her, on her, her robe. So you've got the Medusa there. Medusa is a Gorgon sister. The hair was turned to serpents. 
and um, basically when the head was chopped off the Medusa, two strands of blood came out, one that would kill you and one that would cure you. All of this, of course, is symbolic. It never actually happened. And it's symbolic of the fact that Athene and Medusa were actually one female goddess with the two divine aspects. The, the bad I'll kill you and the good I'll save you. And it's the same with the male aspects of the serpent. You find two faces to the serpent. So, you know, that's a pretty, that's, it's difficult to say really general that's everywhere, but it is one of those general things that you do find, you do come across almost regardless of period, but that kind of got wiped away much later on. So you've got India, you've got Scandinavia, in Europe, it's there again. We've obviously got the Druids, but further south, we find the same thing in France and Italy. And there's a really cool thing in still happening today in Italy, um, if you think that kind of thing is cool, but it's, it's good if you're interested in everything.